You're listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, an award-winning automotive executive, and I'm so excited to introduce you to some of the most dynamic thought leaders the EV economy has to offer. Listen in on honest conversations I have with the leading electric vehicle experts and uncover critical insights that will help you jump ahead and stay there. The electrification race is officially on, and these conversations have never been more important. So whether you're an automotive executive or just an EV enthusiast, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. So, John, welcome back. You didn't go too far. I didn't go too far at all. Just had a little chocolate break. Now I'm ready to go. And if you know anything about John, you know John loves chocolate. So this is this is good. That means that this episode is going to be the best episode, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So first question, and really the only question of this episode, is why does EV subscription work for the OEM. We already talked about why it works for the consumer, why it works for the dealership. And this is like the trifecta coming in here. Why does it work for the OEM? Usually in this this holy trinity that we're talking about, one of one of these parties usually is the loser. Why are all three the winner? Well, that's just it. This is an ecosystem. And like I said before, I see it similar to consumer leasing. That worked for everybody, the consumer, the dealer, and the manufacturer. Uh, and so it grew like wildfire to become like 30% of, uh, uh, of luxury sales before the car crunch. I see subscriptions and subscription to ownership is the exact same thing, right? Uh, one of the biggest things the OEM has to do with EVs right now is create the mainstream buyer, the entry-level buyer. No one's been successful with that in the United States to date. As I said before, Mary Barra quoted that 98% of the EV sales last year were to luxury and premium luxury buyers, and 98% went to uh, people that own two other vehicles, right? So that's the problem for OEMs. EV subscriptions are the solution, right? Uh, it is a stepping stone to ownership. First off, it's all digital, right? Consumers like all digital transactions, and the sad fact is um, you can't buy a vehicle today right, without a wedding signature. You can't do it all digital, but you can do a subscription all digital inside an app, right? Two, it's a drive now, decide later uh, proposition. A consumer doesn't have to make a long-term financial commitment to try an EV. You know, it is a big step if the only car in your garage happens to be an electric vehicle. Like we said before, this is the ultimate test drive, right? And for an, an OEM, they can set the broad terms, all right, for that EV subscription. They can decide you know, when it's optimal to sell, they can take back that used car, right? And, you know, there's a lot of uh, talk at this uh, used car week about what are the true residuals for subscription vehicles? There really haven't been too many on the market and there haven't been um, all that diverse a selection mix. What is the true kind of residual, right? Um, a subscription allows the OEM to really be able to sell that car when they want to, right? At the time they want to. And in that way, you know, be able to control that that used vehicle pricing. What are maybe some myths out there about an EV subscription? And can you talk a little bit more about what are the ways in which you've been working, you as a thought leader, how you are dispelling some of these myths around EV subscriptions? Well, I wouldn't say the myths around EV subscriptions, the myths around EVs, right? Um, that whole hesitancy and anxiety of where I'm going to charge, when I'm going to charge, how difficult it is, right? Um, that is a major myth. But 
Um, you can't really convince someone as much as you can show someone. If you get somebody to drive your EV vehicle, particularly a mainstream driver that maybe has one car in the garage, and they see that it works for them, and they see there really isn't a problem charging at home, right? And they see there isn't, you know, kind of battery issues, right? All of a sudden now, someone gets used to not paying 50, 100 bucks a week in, in, in fuel. Uh, you know, someone gets used to the easy drive, the immediate pickup. It, they really are fun to drive, and I think there's been plenty of studies that have proven that once somebody actually drives an EV, 98% uh, of the time they're sold on it, right? It's just a matter of getting them to drive. So you can break that down and say, look, the, the myths are really around the, the suitability of EVs and the more people that drive them and take them home at night, normal thing, the more a manufacturer will sell. But the easiest way to do that is to start the transaction in a risk-free subscription, right? Something that's completely turnkey, very, very easy, and lets you try it before you make any long-term you know, commitment. Yeah, and also my, my wheels are always turning around customer experience, right? Because that's what I do at Teleperformance. I optimize the customer experience. So, and in this scenario, the customer experience around EV subscriptions, I imagine is, well, I'm going to use a buzzword here, frictionless, right? Everybody likes to talk about how technology makes everything frictionless, but talk me through a little bit more on how a subscription mechanism that an OEM could potentially use will help the customer experience, right? Make it so that it's it's the Amazon-like, again, another like really <laughs> heavily used term here, um, how you can make it like an Amazon-like experience for the consumer. Absolutely. I'm glad you asked that because if you, I mean, everyone talks about a digital uh, purchase, right? But if you wanted to buy a vehicle today as a digital purchase, you would have to go through some steps and you would have to have some documents FedEx to you and signed and you could get the vehicle delivered to you, right? But it, it still is sort of a time-consuming process. And of course, you have to hit the button and make a long-term financial commitment. If you were to get an AV subscription today, right now on a program like Drive It Aways or some others, right, you could do it within five minutes on your phone and have the car delivered to you. And you could pay with a credit card and there would be no credit check. There'd be no long-term financial commitment at all. Literally, you could have the, the vehicle delivered uh, to the Grand Hyatt that we're all sitting at at Used Car Week within five, 10 minutes. By the end of this podcast, you would be in an EV, right? Um, insurance included, uh, maintenance included, right? You would be able to drive off from this conference and drive home. Now, there really isn't anything easier in the car business than something like that. Yeah. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, that's how we're all used to transacting. Everything is already to that level of digital transformation. So we're about time to wrap this up. Yeah. That means we want to just shut up again. That, that's basically <laughs> what she's saying in a nice way. No, no. We did three episodes. I think we're good. Thank you, John, for your time. I appreciate you on this maiden voyage. Well, Thank you, as always. Thank you so much for listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. We read every single comment, so thank you in advance. If you have an idea for an upcoming episode or you would like to be a guest on the show, go to evs4everyone.com slash contact. That's evs4everyone.com slash contact. Until next time, keep charging forward.